Welcome to the Shred with Science podcast with your host, Dr. Chris Spearman, one of the world's leading online fitness coaches, an expert in metabolic correction and a global cover model. Chris delves deep into the most up-to-date scientific literature to provide you with the tools you need to live a healthy, enjoyable, and educated lifestyle. Yo, what is going on guys? Happy Monday. I hope you're having a very productive Monday thus far. I hope you are planning your week ahead. If you're planning your week now, it's a little bit too late. I say this all of the time. Sunday night's not even the best time to plan your week. Sunday morning or Saturday is when you should be planning your week. So I hope you've done that. If you haven't, give it a go this week. See how much more productive you are. Because normally you're unwinding Sunday evening. You want to get off to an amazing start on a Monday. I hope most of you have. Um, so give that a go. Little little life hack for you. Um, welcome to today's episode. We're talking sleep, everything about sleep, uh, tips and tricks, things that I do to improve my sleep, a little bit about sleep in general. Um, admittedly, sleep was not high on my list of priorities for a very long time, um, nor was my gut health when I was doing my PhD. And it's something that I'm now trying to play catch up with. Uh, that being said, it's put me in a very good uh, position to give you advice on maybe mistakes that I've made or things that I'm doing now to try and rectify maybe the issues that very little sleep um, has caused. I think on average, I was probably getting four to five hours of sleep every day. The weekends, I maybe got a little bit more sleep, but I was training twice a day. I was doing cardio, 25, 25,000 steps. I was spending maybe 13 hours between, maybe even more between the lab and the hospital um, and the research facility I was in. I was commuting for at least three hours a day, and then I was trying to catch up with all my clients. So sleep was very low down on my list of priorities. So what we're gonna to discuss today maybe some tips and tricks. Um, I studied a bit of sleep in my master's in my MSc, molecular cell biology. We did um, quite uh, an in-depth look at sleep um, during that year. And it's something that has really made a big difference for me now. Um, the one thing I really want to stress is just because I wasn't getting a huge amount of sleep didn't necessarily mean that my quality of sleep was poor. I have to admit, my quality of sleep has always been quite good and I've always been pretty cute and pretty smart with how I manage my sleep. So for example, um, you know, first of all, okay, what are the stages of sleep, okay? So generally speaking, there are five stages of sleep, stages one to four um, that are non-rapid eye movement or, or non-REM sleep followed by REM sleep. So... Um, for those you don't go, for those of you, for those of you who don't know, for those of you who don't go to sleep, for those of you who don't know, stage one is light sleep. Um, generally, you drift in and out of sleep and can be awakened quite easily. So, like when you're dozing off, um, your eyes are still moving slowly. You know, muscle activity starts to slow down during this stage, and a lot of people um, experience muscle contractions or that sense of falling. So that's normally when you're just kind of drifting off. Normally, if you're drifting off, probably not in a state of sleep that you would normally be used to in the sense that, you know, when you drift off on the couch and you feel like you've missed a step or you're falling or that's quite common. Um, stage two, uh, your eye movement stops. 
uh, your brainwave becomes slower um, and you get occasional burst of rapid brain waves generally um, and the body's starting to begin to you know it's starting to prepare for sleep um, body temperature begins to drop and the heart rate slows down and your body's initiating sleep almost at this point so then stage three so what generally when people enter stage stage three um they're they've got extremely slow brain waves um these are called delta waves that are interspersed with small faster waves um and that's generally deep sleep um and it is generally during this stage um where you will experience sleepwalking night terrors um you know talking in your sleep bedwetting <laughs> If, if those of you are out there who bed by this is your stage of sleep that you need to try and focus on um a lot of these behaviors um are, are known as um parasomnias um and they tend to occur between the transitions of non-rem sleep and rem sleep um you know and it's kind of you're going from one to the other and back and forth and you kind of get lost in limbo in a sense stage four then is when deep sleep continues and the brain starts to produce delta waves um, exclusively. Um, so this is preparing for rapid eye movement sleep. And during REM, or rapid eye movement sleep, brain waves mimic activity um, during the waking state. So you're very, very close to being awake. Your eyes remain closed, but they move rapidly from side to side, hence the rapid eye movement. Um, and this is generally perhaps related to the intense dream and brain activity that occurs during this um this stage so you go to these sleep cycles each sleep cycle is normally about 90 minutes long there thereabouts um after that they can out the first one at least after that then they can vary from 100 to 120 minutes um and generally it depends on how long you can sleep you can go through four to five sleep cycles um so what you'll find is when someone decides to go for a power nap, 90 minutes is a very good kind of length of time to get a power nap in, believe it or not. People say 20, 25 minutes. What you actually want to do is try and complete one full sleep cycle. So that's about 90 minutes long. You want to complete one full sleep cycle um, and almost wake up when you're close to rapid eye movement. So when you're dreaming, generally speaking, you're in rapid eye movement sleep. Um... And there are a few ways that you can be strategic with your sleep. So I sleep, this is strange, I took the curtains down in the room that I was staying in for the four years that I was doing my PhD. And the reason I took the curtains down was because there are a few ways that you can wake yourself or pull yourself out of deep sleep. One is light. One is vibrations. Um, so for example, for those of you who set your alarm and you wake up and you feel more tired waking up than when you went to sleep, you've been woken up in deep sleep, stage three or four sleep, um, and you feel groggy, you feel tired, you don't know where you are, um, and that's an issue. What happens if you try and initiate, you know, pulling yourself out of sleep with light or vibrations, you actually pull yourself out of stage three or four sleep into rapid eye movement sleep, which is close to being awake before you actually awaken. So for those of you who wake up just before your alarm goes off, that is because your body has timed its sleep cycles to know that it needs to pull itself into rapid eye movement sleep and then into the awakening phase, roughly around the same time that you're used to. Now, 
if you are short on sleep and you want to pull yourself out, what I used to do is I used to keep my curtains open during the summer at least. Uh, it starts to get bright at around 4 or 5 a.m. And at that point, I would get up. I wouldn't feel that tired. Yes, I might not have slept a huge length of time, but my quality of sleep is good. Um, I've got maybe two or three sleep cycles in if I'm lucky. Um, and I've woken up in a very good part of my cycle to just be alert and awake. Um, so I wouldn't have got the last maybe two sleep cycles in and I'm good to go, you know. So that's an important point to note. If you're what's waking you up in the morning, that's something you need to take into consideration. If, for example, you're in deep sleep and your alarm goes off, you're going to be fucked. <laughs> you're you're going to be wrecked um, and you want to avoid that. So um, that's a massive part of sleep. You know, it's a massive part of being strategic with your sleep. For those of you guys out there that sleep nights, there are loads of things that you guys can do. So, for example, jet lag is the same. If you're sleeping nights, jet lag, um, generally speaking, when you wake up, you want to either, I don't expect you all to go out and buy an infrared lamp, but it's something that will help. You can get a lot of night lights out there that um, emit um, white light. And... If you do wake up, my advice is to straight away go outside if you can, get some get some light on your face and try and get your circadian rhythm back in track, um, back on track. Um, and it can be difficult, of course. You know, it's um, it's one of those things. Then, obviously, if you're trying to sleep during the day, during nights, uh, earplugs. Um, you know, uh, an eye mask, things like that come in handy with a lot of my clients. So what I'm going to talk to you about as well, and I think it's really important, is how to structure your nutrition to help you sleep better. Now, this whole misconception of no carbs before bed or carbs after six are bad, that's absolute bullshit. As most of you, I hope, already know if you're avid listeners. Hopefully, you're, you're, you're pretty well educated at this point. Now, sometimes what I will do with clients is I will structure some carbs purposely before bed. Um, you know, maybe some yogurt, some honey, uh, some fruit. What you're trying to do there is you're trying to initiate a little bit of an insulin spike. What happens is you get a little bit of a spike and then it drops off. Now, the best way to exaggerate that feeling is imagine your Christmas dinner at your at your parents' house and you've the biggest meal you've ever had or you have a massive pizza on a Friday night or something. You smash all that food and then half an hour later, you're asleep, you're zonked, you're in a coma because your body gets a massive insulin spike and then all of a sudden, whoom, drops off. Now, that's mimicking what we're trying to achieve here just on a smaller scale. So often I'll integrate in some oats, um, you know, maybe some fruit, that sort of thing. What you need to remember is, like with any of your macronutrients, different foods and different macronutrients have different effects on each other. This whole calories in versus calories out thing is bullshit. Sorry, it is. If you want to lose weight and nothing else, you don't care about your gut health, you don't care about how you feel, you don't care about how your brain's functioning, you don't care about your you know hormonal profile, none of this, then just follow your macros, hit your macros, done, out the door. Um, if you're trying to optimize your strength, your performance, your fullness in your muscle, um, how you look, your body composition, your sleep, your hormones, and your gut health, all of these things, you need to tailor your nutrition accordingly. Um, 
so it's, it's exactly the same with uh, structuring your carbs around bedtime for that reason. Now, there are loads of supplements you can take and any of you who've been kind of in tune with my Instagram recently, I've done a lot of infographics on sleep. Uh, melatonin being one, um, just sleep cycles in general and things that you can do to get the most from your sleep really. Um, and it's something that you know needs to be addressed for the vast majority of, of you guys out there. So what I, I put up what I thought were the 10 tips for better sleep. So the things that can hurt you when you're trying to sleep, light, noise, heat, alcohol, caffeine. Pretty obvious, right? Um, but what can help? Exercise, a consistent sleeping schedule, melatonin, magnesium, and lavender. So you see the difference there and what's going on. And, you know, every time that I've, I've, I've discussed sleep, um, you know, we've gone into detail, um, especially in the Spearman, the Spearman Fitness Academy, where, you know, our elite level athletes or some of the guys that want to do photo shoots and things like that are really the, the small percentages make a big difference and sleep isn't a small percentage. Sleep is quite a big percentage, especially if you're if you're aiming quite high. And if you're competing, often uh, you will be pretty shitty with your sleep. I know when I'm cutting, um, I'm pretty shitty with my sleep as well, to be fair. Um, so melatonin was something that we discussed um, in detail. Um, you know, it's a hormone used in your body to help you fall asleep, of course. Um, supplementing with it is important. That being said, um, we discussed the other benefits of melatonin, um, including the uh, neuroprotective effects. Uh, it's a wonderful antioxidant. Um, it's been seen in several anti-cancer properties um, and a lot of papers that have come out to suggest that melatonin may help um, you know, in, 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 in the role to fighting breast cancer in particular. So its primary mechanism really is helping um, decrease the time it takes to fall asleep. You know, as, as, as a hormone, that's its primary job. Um, and what you'll find is a lot of say sleep supplements will integrate melatonin in now i have the recharge pm burner here with me as you guys will hear um and this is probably one of the best supplements that i have taken in a very long time it's definitely one of the best supplements that one up nutrition have this along with the reds and greens and it is no coincidence that the two things i said at the start of this podcast that i'm really trying to focus on are sleep and my digestive system. Um, I feel once you tick those, uh, the rest are covered. Some of you will know that I have invested in a coach for the first time, um, ex-IFBB Pro Ben Pokolsky based in Tampa, Florida. And two of the most important, maybe ignorantly, I was expecting some sort of magic formula. And the first two things he said is, how, how is your sleep and how is your gut health? And that just says it all to me. Um, you know, that they are fundamental. Um, so even just looking at the ingredients here, for those of you guys who don't know, I know nearly all of my clients have tried and love, if not, they um, are considering trying um, the the PM burner from 1UP Nutrition. But for those of you guys who don't, it's basically, um, it's got a PM sleep and stress complex, but it's also got a PM fat burning complex. And as amazing as the fat burning complex is, and as legit as it is, and some of the epic ingredients in here, it's amazing. What I generally take it for is the the sleeping aid. Um, so it's got GABA, 5-HTP, melatonin, 
uh, lemon balm, L-tryptophan, um, and there was one other. It's also got vitamin B6, uh, chromium, and valerian. So some amazing uh, ingredients here. And honestly, it says take two. I take one. And that tells you how good, that tells you how strong it is. I take one. Don't get me wrong, you can take two, but uh, one is more than good for me. Um, you know, and so, so for me, this container lasts me two months, which is an absolute steal. Um, you know, it's got alpha GPC in it, cinnamon, ginger, green tea extract, L-theanine, um, in terms of fat burning properties as well in its PM fat burner complex. So promotes relaxation, promotes fat loss and supports deep REM sleep. Now, if you don't have access to one of nutrition, then try and get some of those ingredients individually melatonin 5-HTP, um, it will be a lot more expensive if you try and source them individually, um, which is why, although you know I'm very transparent with some of the supplements that I love from 1UP Nutrition and some of the ones that I don't use, this I could not endorse. I would endorse this to the moon. Um, so I would highly recommend uh, at least giving it a go. If sleep is something that you have an issue with, um, you can obviously go on the website at 1upnutrition.com Chris 20 gets you an additional 20% off. And um, there's normally either an, adi- there's a, an additional 10 or 15% off on the website already. So you can get up to 35% off. If you're in the United States, you'll get free shipping as well. So for those of you guys out there, some of my clients who are ordering from 1UP Nutrition already and you haven't tried it, you are crazy. Um, anyone out there who's considering uh, getting a sleeping aid, you can get the ingredients individually if you like. It will be a lot more expensive to do that. Um, my advice would be to get something like this, just an all-in-one. Take two if you like. I would take one. Um, but it's it's massively changed my life. It's one of those things that uh, I was like, yeah, it's really good, you know? And then I stopped taking it and I bloody realized how good it is because um, I realized, you know, when you try something for a while and you get used to it and it's not the case of, you know, that I'm now dependent on, it's more a case of I didn't realize how bad my sleep actually was beforehand. And it's now that I'm only starting to address my gut health and my sleep that things like that really play, um, that really play on my mind now that especially with my clients, I feel like, you know, why would I get everyone else to to eat this and train this and do that and have everything else on point and two of the biggest, most fundamental things being sleep and gut health um, get neglected. So obviously, if you guys have any questions on sleep, um, please slide into my DMs, uh, email me. I think DMing is probably quicker. It'll go straight to me. Um, one point on that, um, how many of you guys follow influencers on social media that sell plans and they say, oh, bro, don't DM me, hit me an email. If that happens, I'm, you know, I'm not, I'm not speaking negative about anyone. All I'm, all I'm saying is be aware. Think why that might be the case. If someone's on their phone using Instagram, messaging a story, but they're asking you not to DM them directly, think about why they're telling you to send them an email and who is actually answering those emails. That's something to take into consideration. Me personally, I want you to DM me straight away. Um, If it's a question, to be honest, if I'm not educated enough to answer the question, I will advise you where to go rather than to pay someone to answer my emails, to answer a lot of these questions. So 
If you've got a question, don't be afraid to ask. Of course, I get hundreds and hundreds of DMs. Um, I try and address as many as I can. I will try and help as many people as I can. Generally speaking, I think a lot of people are, are genuine. A lot of people just want a bit of help. Um, that being said, if I feel like I cannot help you, and sometimes that's the case, I will maybe suggest you go elsewhere or give you an idea about what maybe you're looking for. Um, but back to sleep, it's something that is massively, massively important. There is no how much sleep should you get. Like it's it's very individualized. Um, to be honest with you, I got so used to living off very little sleep. It's a little bit different now. I run my own schedule. So I get up or supposed to get up at 6.45 every morning. I set my alarm at 6.45. I give myself five minutes to get out of bed, 10 minutes to grab a coffee and uh, neck some branch chain aminos and hydrate myself, weigh myself, write down my weight. And then I am ready at seven um, to get cracking with my morning routine. What time do I go to bed? I try and be in my bed before quarter past 12. Uh, quarter past midnight which gives me six and a half hours sleep which right now is is a luxury for me because obviously like I said before I was living off four or five hours so that's obviously something you need to take into consideration that being said on the weekend or you know depending on you know where I am or what I'm doing my sleeping pattern will change I would highly highly recommend for those of you out there who do not have a Fitbit to invest in one um it is probably the best hundred dollars that i've ever spent in terms of my fitness ever literally ever if your goal is 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 weight loss first and foremost um you will not get a better investment for a hundred pounds hundred dollars other than joining our programs maybe cheeky plug um but on a serious note, being able to track your steps and track your sleep and track your heart rate um, and track the calories that you burn, your expenditure, it is phenomenal. So if you do that, obviously, for those of you guys who don't know, the uh, Fitbit is a, uh, a almost like a, a heart rate monitor that goes around your hand. It helps you with your step count, your sleep, um, and allows you to be a lot more accountable. You can actually see your sleep cycles every single night. It will tell you the amount of hours you were in deep sleep, the amount of time that you were in REM sleep, the amount of times that you were fluctuating, how many cycles you had, the time you went to sleep, the time you woke up, if you woke up during the night. It's really, really beneficial. So, I, excuse me, I would highly recommend people who want to take this seriously to... Uh, when I say seriously, I don't mean necessarily just because you want to be on the cover of a magazine. I mean, anyone out there who really wants to lose weight, because if you really, really, really want to lose weight, paying £100 a month for a coach and you know getting something that can keep you even more accountable, like uh, something that's going to track your steps and your sleep and your activity is nothing. If you think of the long term changes that, you know, maybe a few months with with a decent coach, with some um, accountability, some decent nutrition, decent training um, and a little bit of guidance, you cannot go wrong. And it's it's a it's a no brainer investment. So before I go, guys, obviously, it's Monday morning. I hope you're having an amazing week thus far. I just want to say a massive, massive thank you to all of you who listen to this podcast um last podcast last thursday was with brian Keane, and 
Brian Keane is just a legend for me when it comes to podcasting and to be able to have him on this podcast and get the amount of listens that we got over the weekend was absolutely nutty. Um, For all of you guys who tag the podcast in your story, I love you internally. Um, Thank you so much. It makes a massive difference to the growth of the podcast. Uh, My goal is obviously to have more and more guests um, and to be able to fund some guests that, you know, I will need to uh, finance for their time. Um, you know, things like that, I, you know, I can only do as, as the podcast grows. So massive, massive thank you to every single one of you. If you haven't, please, please, please drop me a DM and let me know what you want to hear in the future. What sort of podcast you like the most? Beat Nutrition be it training, be it mindset, um, whatever it is. And please, please, please keep posting in your story. I try and repost as many of them as I possibly can, Um, you know, and hopefully in the future, um, you know, who knows? This is episode 41. Who who knows? Maybe 141 um, if we continue going. If you guys don't know, Monday morning, there's always an upload. Thursday morning, there was nearly always an upload. So you got two every week. Um, If you haven't, have a listen back to the ones already, Um, depending on what it is that you like the most, what you like the mindset. Um, I've done quite a few entrepreneurial episodes and they're they're quite valuable as well. I know there are a huge amount of personal trainers are aspiring online uh, coaches who listen to the podcast. So they're an amazing listen for you guys too. So guys, I hope you're having an awesome day. As I leave you guys at the end of every single podcast, make the most of today because you will not get this day again. Peace.